Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Money Matters this Wednesday morning. God richly bless you for joining us today. God richly bless you. As usual, we like to encourage every one of us to start sharing, start sharing, start sharing, tell somebody, talk somebody, share this on your timeline and invite someone to join us on our Money Matters session today. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Now we're looking today at what separates the rich from the poor. What is it that separates the rich from the poor? The rich engage divine wisdom. They engage wisdom. Wisdom being the mother of wealth. So let's start with Ecclesiastes. God bless you all once again. Mama B, you are welcome. God bless you. Agnes, you are welcome. God bless you. Pastor Michael Jr., you are welcome. God bless you all for joining us. Please keep sharing, sharing and invite as many as you know to be empowered financially this morning with divine wisdom. Wisdom is the key. Wisdom is the key to becoming financially wealthy. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Bible speaking says, there was once a small city, Ecclesiastes chapter 9 from verse 14 to 16, verse 14 to 16, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, 14 to 16. It says, there was once a small city with only a few people in it, a small city with only a few people in it, and a powerful king, king came and attacked that particular city, surrounded it, and then built huge siege works against it. Now there lived in that city a man, a poor but wise. Look at the adjective this used to describe the noun. There lived in that city a man poor but wise. Poor but wise. And he saved the city by his wisdom. So the city was saved by the wisdom of this poor wise man. What is it that separates the rich from the poor? We're looking at wisdom that the rich engage to become richer than the poor. He says, that there lived in that city a man poor but wise. And he saved the city by his wisdom. So this city was not saved by weapons. <laughs> was not saved by an army. This city was saved by his wisdom. But nobody remembered that poor man. So I concluded, wisdom is better than strength. So, it's not by strength. It's by divine wisdom. He says, this city was saved by his wisdom. But nobody remembered that poor man. So I said, wisdom is better than strength. But the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are no longer heeded. This city was saved by the wisdom of this gentleman. But nobody remembered this gentleman after he applied his wisdom because he was not engaging that same wisdom for himself and he had no resources to push that particular wisdom. So we're looking at wisdom that enables us to secure wealth, wisdom. He says wisdom is better than strength. All the strength that you have, engaging all the strength, that's why many people engage him, a lot of strength 
a lot of physical strength on their jobs, but are not seeing the kind of results that they want to see because cities are saved by wisdom. The more wisdom you are engaging in, the wealthier you become, the more influential you become. This city was saved by the man's wisdom, but nobody remembered this man because of his poverty. And the conclusion was wisdom is better than strength. Wisdom is better than strength. I've said it before on this platform, to be born into a poor home is excusable. But to be to leave that family or that home poor is inexcusable. So what is it that separates the poor from the rich? It is their choices. It is their choices in life. As to whether to engage wisdom or to engage strength. By all means you use strength, but before you use strength, make sure you are engaging wisdom. The more wisdom you engage, the less strength you need to become financially free. The more wisdom you engage, the less strength you need to become financially free. I repeat, the more wisdom you engage, the wiser you become by applying the principles we're about to talk about. The wiser you are, the less strength you apply. By strength shall no man prevail first somewhere. Chapter 2, verse 9, 6. So, what separates the rich from the poor is their choices in life, to either to engage strength or to engage divine wisdom. Life is initially and ultimately about the choices that we make. Choose to build capacity, wisdom capacity first. Wisdom capacity first. Wisdom capacity first. Choices determine decisions. Right choices lead to good decisions and wrong choices lead to bad decisions. Every road has a destination, and he who chooses the beginning of the road determines the outcome and determines the destination. The more wisdom you use, the more wisdom you apply, the less strength you need. The more wisdom. So, instead of exerting too much energy, take time to build wisdom capacity first. Take time to build up your mind, mental faculty, mental development, personal development on the subject you want to become a master in. Nanapoku, God bless you, you are welcome. The more wisdom you use, the less strength you need, generally in life and also in becoming financially free. The more wisdom you use, the less strength you need. Build wisdom capacity. Build wisdom capacity. Build wisdom capacity. This man engaged his wisdom, but nobody remembered him when all was over because he saved the city by, they used his wisdom to save the city. And the same applies to becoming financially free. Engage divine wisdom. Engage divine wisdom before strength. Proverbs 22, verse 13 says, The rich make themselves rich by what? By the slothful man says, There's a lion. I shall be slain in the street. See, the slothful or the lazy man who become poor is always giving excuses. Instead of going ahead, instead of going ahead, securing wisdom, taking risks, he says, There's a lion in the street. There's a lion outside. I shall be slain. So he doesn't take risks now. I heard this morning from a, a message by a bishop. He who does not take risks becomes the greatest risk. 
He who does not take risks becomes the becomes a risk. He who does not take risks becomes a risk. Take risks in learning things carry forward to decorate your destiny, to decorate your mind, to decorate your life. He who does not take risks becomes a risk. Becomes a risk. The wisdom, the more wisdom you use, the less strength you have to apply. The rich make themselves rich by what they do and don't do. Surprisingly, the poor also make themselves poor by what they do or don't do. The rich make themselves rich by what they do or don't do. The poor make themselves rich by what they do or don't do. Very, very important. Professor Ting, God bless you. You are welcome. God bless you. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 13. It says, the slothful man says, there's a lion outside. I shall be slain. Instead of taking risks and stepping out, he's always giving excuses. There's a lion outside. I shall be slain in the streets. And so doesn't step out to do anything significant or anything new. So, Let's look at the difference between the rich. What separates the rich from the poor? What separates the rich from the poor? Number one, rich people choose the thoughts they think. Poor people allow others to give them thoughts to think. Rich people choose the thoughts they wish to think. Poor people allow others to give them thoughts to think. Rich people choose the thoughts they wish to think. Poor people allow others to give them thoughts to think. So these are some of the things that separate the rich from the poor. Rich from the poor. We're looking at the wisdom that separates the rich from the poor. The wisdom that separates the rich from the poor. Rich people choose the thoughts they wish to think. Poor people allow others to give them the thoughts to think. So, rich people are always thinking creativity, innovation, wisdom, insight. So, rich people choose the thoughts that they, a lot of things flash through our minds on a daily basis. But rich people, what they do is they choose the thoughts that they wish to think in order to get them to their destination. But the poor allow others to tell them what they ought to think and so they end up being poor. Number two, rich people see Plan, prepare ahead for three or four generations. See, these are the wisdom steps. These are the wisdom steps, the actions. <laughs> the actions that people take. See, rich people see, plan, prepare ahead for three or four generations. While people, poor people plan for just Saturday nights. <laughs> very, very important. See, what, what is wisdom that separates the rich from the poor? That's what we are looking at today. The wisdom, the steps, the wise steps that the rich take. Wisdom that separates the rich from the poor. Rich people choose the thoughts that they think or they wish to think. The poor people allow others to give them thoughts to think. Number two, rich people see, plan, prepare ahead for three or four generations. Three or four generations, they, but the poor cannot see beyond their nose, their immediate environment, or stick. Say they don't think, they don't, they don't look ahead. Zai Zai, you are welcome. God bless you. So rich people choose the thoughts they wish to think. 
poor people allow others to give them the kind of thoughts that they must think. Rich people choose the thoughts they wish to think, and poor people allow others to tell them what they ought to think. Secondly, rich people see, plan ahead, and they are generational in their thinking. So you always wonder, why are they getting richer? Why are the poor getting poorer? Why the rich are planning ahead for generations? Ahead. The poor are just planning for Saturday, Saturday evening, where they're going to go and entertain themselves. That's why poor people end up being poor and the rich keep getting richer. The rich keep taking wiser, wiser steps on a daily basis. Wiser steps on a daily basis. Proverbs 13, 22, the American Standard Version says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. So you see, the wise are always taking wise steps. The poor are just watching things happen. You must build with generations in mind, not just for today. And all we need to remember, one of the things we need to remember is the least we are supposed to prepare for is at least three generations. The least we are supposed to prepare for is at least for what? Three generations. And that's from Proverbs 13, 22. A good man shall leave an inheritance to his children's children. The least we are supposed to prepare for spiritually, materially, financially, destiny-wise, the least we're supposed to plan and prepare for is three generations. It's not just about today. It's about tomorrow. The rich think generationally. The poor just think Saturday, Saturday night, where they're going to spend the, 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 the money that they don't already have. A good man, a good woman leaves an inheritance to his children's children. See how the rich think. We're talking about wisdom. The wisdom that separates the rich from the poor. The whole of this month, we are dedicating it to wisdom. The theme for this whole month in our church, in our ministry, and all the programs we organize online is wisdom and mentorship. Wisdom and mentorship. Wisdom and mentorship. Wisdom and mentorship. Odufukai, you are welcome. We must plan for at least three generations. Three generations. Three generations. A good man leaves an inheritance, watch this, three generations, for his children's children. That's how we must, when you have that kind of mindset, you don't build castles in your stomach. You don't spend everything that you have. You don't keep everything that you know to yourself. We pass it on to others as well. Very, very important. The rich build, the rich people see, plan, and prepare ahead for three or four generations while the poor plan for just Saturday night. They can't see beyond their nose. The least we expected to plan for from the scriptures is three generations. For our grandchildren, grandchildren, you are not a success until how your grandchildren turn out. That is what determines your success. We are supposed to leave an inheritance to our children's children. Mommy T, you are welcome. Like I said before, to be born into a poor family is excusable, but to leave that family poor is inexcusable. You must live today with tomorrow clearly in mind. Live today with tomorrow clearly in mind. 
It will dictate and determine your choices and decisions in life. Remember, failure to plan is planning to fail. With a building generationally mindset, you leave legacies behind, like the Rockefeller Foundation. Rockefeller dead and gone years ago, but he's still speaking through his foundation. Rockefeller Foundation, the Hilton, the Ford Empire, Microsoft, still alive and well. Apple, still alive and well. Google, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, the Oral Roberts University, Spurgeon's College, Salvation Army, all to name but a few. Ladies and gentlemen, the least you are supposed to prepare for is three generations. Everything that you are doing, think three generations. Think my grandchildren, my grand, whether they are, have arrived or not, start planning for three generations. Sandra, one six, Sandra B1689, you are welcome. God bless you. Number three, we are looking at the wisdom that separates the rich from the poor. The wisdom that separates the rich from the poor. Failing to plan is planning to fail. People don't plan to fail, but they end because they don't fail, because they fail to plan, they end up failing. Number three, poor people get all they can, can all they get, and sit on the can. Rich people get all they can, open the can up by investing and redistributing what is in the can to add value to others. If everything that you know, everything that you have just stays with you or rests with you and doesn't extend to some other people, you have already failed. Failing to plan is planning to fail. You don't just pray into your future. You plan for your future. Whatever you pray for, you must prepare for it. Anything you are asking God for, you must start preparing for it. Anything you are asking God for, you must start preparing for it. People get off, poor people get all they can, can all they get, and sit on the can. But rich people get all they can, open the can up by investing and redistributing what is in the can to add value to others. Glory to God. What the four guys says, true power. Glory to God. Number four, rich people invest heavily in themselves and into others. What separates the rich from the poor? Poor people get all they can, sit on the can, but the rich get all they can, open up the can and distribute it to others. Success without a successor is failure. Life is about, a meaningful life is about solving problems. A meaningful life is about adding value. A meaningful life is about adding value. Poor people get all they can, can all they get, and sit on the can. Rich people get all they can and open the can up and distribute it. I'm speaking and teaching from my book, 21 Reasons Why You Must Not Be Poor. 21 Reasons Why No Believer, No Pastor Must Be Poor. You can get this book from michaelhartonwood.org. I want to encourage you, be addicted to books. Be addicted to books. Everything that you are looking for is in the book somewhere, in a message somewhere, on our Facebook platform somewhere. What is it that separates the rich from the poor? Number four, rich people invest heavily in themselves and invest heavily in others, at least those who are willing to be able to take on what they teach. Poor people don't pour anything into themselves. 
So have nothing or not much to pour into others. Now when I talk about the rich and the poor, I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about people who started out probably poor, like some of us started out with just enough. When we were growing up, we started out with just enough, but we did not leave our families in that particular category. When you have access to information that can change your story, and you choose not to develop, you choose not to build capacity, that's what I'm talking about. Where you have information, but you don't act on the information, it keeps you poor. I'm not talking about people who don't have information about how to become wealthy or how to become rich. I'm talking about people who have access to information like this, but don't do anything about it. They either forget it, or they ignore it, or they don't act upon it. The rich invest heavily in themselves and into others, but the poor don't pour anything into themselves. They don't add to anything to themselves. So now, if I don't add anything to myself, how can I add to others? Listen, there are practical keys to becoming financially free. And those are the keys we are teaching on these platforms. And like I said, you can get this message, you can get this book, 21 Reasons Why You Must Not Be Poor. Visit www.houseofjudah.org.uk. Run and get this book. I'm telling you, it's loaded. Even in that book I teach on, Was Jesus Rich or Poor? That is just part one. A whole book is going to come out on that. I teach you on why Jesus was not rich and so you was not poor and so you should not be poor. The poor don't add anything. And when we say poor, some people think that poverty means maybe I don't have enough money. (laughs) Now listen, what determines your being rich or being blessed is your ability to be able to impact others. If what I have, maybe I have a lot of money or I have a lot of resources, but I'm not able, I'm not impacting and nobody is benefiting from my blessings and my riches and my wealth. That is the biblical definition of poverty. Poverty is not just not having money in the bank account, no. But there are people who have money in the bank account, but they don't bless anybody. That shows the level of their poverty, the level of their stinginess. Because you are, if you are, if you are rich and you are wealthy, the definition of wealth, riches and blessing is being blessed to be a blessing. So if you have a lot of money, you have a lot of resources, but nobody is being factored in. Nobody is being blessed by your blessing or by your riches or by your wealth. No matter how much money you and I have, if we are not blessing others, we are actually, scripturally, we are poor. Because Abraham was told, I'll bless you and make you a blessing to nations. Well, I was teaching on Sunday about Deuteronomy 28, 1-4. It's all about being a blessing to others. It's not how much money I have in my bank account. It's how much more people I'm able to impact. How many nations I'm impacting. That's what determines whether I'm rich or I'm poor. Ladies and gentlemen, glory to God. So get this book, 21 Reasons Why You Must Not Be Poor. Visit our website and get that material. It's going to bless your life. Your ability to impact others shows your poverty. Or prosperity. <laughs> your ability to impact others shows your poverty or your prosperity. Glory to God. Glory to God. The book I said, all the poor art is insults if they don't get what they want from you. They need to learn the things we know. <laughs> they need to learn the things we know. Listen, insults, results cancels insults. So they can insult all they want. 
We who have the results are the ones that are impacted. The earlier they learn to stop insulting and find out for those who have how to become financially free, I think the better it will be. For the, the more people keep insulting the rich, the richer they are, the more, the more, oh, they are getting more rich, I mean richer and richer by the day. Guess what? Because they are not listening to the criticisms, they are engaging divine wisdom. See? Wisdom tells you when to answer people and when not to answer people. Wisdom tells you there's a time to be quiet and not to defend yourself. Just produce the results. Produce the results. Produce the results. That's very powerful. Number five, poor people give excuses. Number five, poor people, you're looking at the wisdom that separates the rich from the poor. Poor people give excuses for why they are who they are, what they are, how they are, who, where they are, they are always giving excuses, always giving excuses. They are always playing the victim, the blame game, blaming everyone else but themselves for their plight and the condition while rich people find reasons to move forward and succeed. <laughs> Poor people give excuses for why they are who they are, what they are, how they are, where they are. They are always playing the victim, always playing the blame game, blaming everyone else but themselves for their plight and condition. Guess what the rich people do? The wisdom steps of the rich. While the poor who remain poor complain and give excuses as to why they are where they are, where they are, what they are, why they are, how they are, whichever way. The rich find reasons to move forward and succeed. We must adopt the principle and the wise steps of the rich. Number six, poor people hold the little they have out of fear of tomorrow. Like the one who says there's a lion in the street. Are you seeing the differences of the behavior of the rich and the poor? That's the reason why the poor stay poor and the rich stay rich. Poor people hold the little they have. Instead of scattering, when the Bible says there is a scattering and increases, the east that holded more than his meat and it tended to poverty. Poor people give excuses, play the blame game, while the rich take responsibility for their lives and find reasons to move forward, to move forward, to move forward. Number six, poor people hoard the little they have out of fear of tomorrow. Their mindset is if I give, if I give today, what will happen tomorrow? But the, the, the law of, of the law of reaping, Sowing and reaping is what governs the earth. You work, they pay you a salary. You give, you receive good measure, presence, shaking together, divine ideas to go forward. The poor people hoard the little they have out of fear of tomorrow, not knowing that what you sow today is what determines the harvest you reap tomorrow. Rich poor people hoard the little that they have out of fear of tomorrow, but the rich people give and invest the little they have to create their tomorrow. The rich are always, always giving. When a farmer reaps, uh, harvest their crops, they sow back to determine their harvest either in summer or winter or whatever time the harvest comes. See, if you don't sow today, if you don't invest in yourself today, if you don't add to yourself today or don't add, don't give, don't invest, you will not have a harvest tomorrow. The problem with those who stay poor is they hoard the little they have out of fear of tomorrow, not knowing that 
Giving from today into your tomorrow secures your tomorrow. Reading books for your tomorrow. Investing in messages for your tomorrow. Investing in podcasts for your tomorrow. What you do today will determine where you arrive at tomorrow. What you do today will determine where you arrive at tomorrow. Absolutely important. Absolutely important. Absolutely important. So, poor people hold the little they have out of fear of tomorrow. The rich people give and invest the little they have to create their tomorrow. So, let me give you one more for today. Number seven, we're looking at reasons why the rich become richer and the poor become poorer. Number seven, rich people take risks. Rich people take risks. Rich people take risks. The poor are fearful of what if. They are fearful of failure. They are fearful of people's opinion. Fearful of rain. Fearful of weather. Fearful of imaginary lives. That's why Proverbs 26.13. Proverbs 26.13 says, The slothful say there's a lion in the way. There's a lion in the streets. The riskiest risk in life is not taking risks. The riskiest risks in life is not taking risks. The riskiest risks in life is not taking risks. Those who do not take risks with information, right information, end up being a risk in life. Ladies and gentlemen, I trust that you have been empowered. You have been blessed by today's session. I'm going to encourage you, get these materials. Get these materials. Go on our website, houseofjuda.org.uk. Get the books, the Financial Freedom Pack. The Financial Freedom Pack. How to come out of there. The details are scrolling at the bottom of your screen. Financial Freedom Pack. How to come out of debt and stay out of debt. 21 reasons why you should not be poor. Reasons for lack and why budgeting is not an option. I'm telling you, the wise are always reading. They are always reading. They are always adding. Always adding value to themselves. Always investing for their tomorrow. The poor keep saying, there's a lion in the way. A lion is in the streets. As the door turns upon its hinges, so does the lazy upon his bed. The slothful hide his hand in his bosom. It driveth him to bring it again even to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own conceit than seven men that can render a risk. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there is a lion. That's the excuse that the rich, that the poor always keep giving. The riskiest risk in life is not taking risks. It's not taking risks. Ladies and gentlemen, get these materials. Get this material. Somebody says, please, when can we take risks? When should a person take risks? When you hear messages like this, it encourages you to take steps, take new steps, bold steps. When you have the right information, you have wisdom. Now, when you listen to these messages, it motivates you. This is the time for me to step out. That dream that I've withheld for many years, this is the time for me to step out. Don't use excuses. Don't say there's a lion. Since when did we find a lion in any of our streets? When God gives you an idea, step out. Like Abraham, Abraham stepped out. When you hear a word from God, when you listen to a message like this, this is what enables you and pushes you to take the risk. Get those materials, read the materials, and take the steps in those books to be able to change 
your story. The next person who is going to be an influencer in your generation is somebody listening to me right now. So get the financial freedom pack, which includes why budgeting is not an option, why you must not be poor, reasons for lack, and then how to come out of debt and stay out of debt. I trust that you have been tremendously blessed. I want to encourage you to take time and share this message, share the link and share this message with everyone that you know. Pass this on to as many people that you know so they can also become financially empowered. God richly bless you for joining us this morning. You are blessed. Have a wonderful afternoon. We're looking forward to see you this evening. We have before you say I do. And I'm teaching this evening on wisdom, engaging wisdom to enhance your relationships, to enhance your career, to enhance your profession. The whole of this month, we've declared it as the month of wisdom and mentorship. Wisdom and mentorship. This Saturday in the evening, we'll have Don't Endure Enjoy. Well, I have my panel will be joining me. I believe it is Pastor Michael Jr., um, Deborah Johnson, and Pastor Michael Johnson will be joining me this Saturday at 7 p.m. for a marriage relationship session, 7 p.m. this Saturday on this platform. But this evening, 7 p.m., before you see I do things every single person needs to know before they see I do. What enhances your life, enhances your destiny, enhances your career, enhances your relationship is divine wisdom. And the whole of this man, I'm going to, I'm telling you, if you discover the things that wisdom does, wisdom is better than strength. Don't miss this evening's wisdom session. Wisdom session, whether you're married or you're single or in transition, join us at 7 p.m. on this platform. It's going to be awesome. God richly bless you all for joining us. Watch this video. Take the details on the screen and then order your pack and get rolling. You are the next person that will be influencing your generation. Once again, thank you for joining us today. God bless you. Cottonwood Publications presents So Financial Freedom Pack The four newly released books by the author and prolific writer Dr. Michael Hottonwood Titles are 21 Reasons Why No Believer or a Pastor Should Be Poor How to Get Out of Debt And Stay Out of Debt Steps to Becoming Debt Free Why Budgeting Is Not an Option And Reasons Why People Walk in Lack Order your copies today by calling 0208-689-6010 Or order online at Amazon.co.uk www.hathajuda.org UK or michaelhottonwood.org Debit or credit card accepted Secure online payments by Visa card Mastercard, Charge card Stored valued card, Beats card and PayPal <laughs>